Hey there, this is It's All Good, a Block Club Chicago podcast. I'm your host, John Hansen, and this is episode 44. The new White Sox in-game host is living his dream. We're going to meet with Ryan Lee in a moment. I want to remind folks about something fun we're doing in an upcoming episode. Author Mickey Kendall, who's been on every show ever uh, discussing race, feminism, tech, pop culture. She tweeted out a few weeks back, we're canceling each other over Chicago takes today. Post your cancelable Chicago take. And a lot of people replied, and some really good ones too. We want to hear from you, and then we're going to play them with Mickey co-hosting that episode with me. So you call 312-772-5756. You leave us a voicemail with your cancelable take. In other words, what is your take about our city that would get your Chicago card revoked? 312-772-5756. All right, let's get to the show. Let's meet Ryan Lee. He is a busy guy, to say the least. He produces the morning show on WGCI. He hosts overnight on KISS FM, and now he is the new in-game host for the Chicago White Sox, something I know a little bit about in-game hosting, that is. I work for the Chicago Blackhawks. It is a very fun job. It requires a ton of energy, knowledge of the sport, and the ability to roll with the punches, or more accurately, roll with the people that just want to be on the Jumbotron more than anything else in their life. Love them all. I chatted with Ryan on Wednesday, halfway through the Wrigley portion of the Crosstown Classic, and I immediately caught him off guard when he saw that I had a Cubs hat on. Yeah, man, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm sorry to to break that news to you. did not know that, John. What? I got Wrigley Field right here. Nice panoramic oh, shot. Oh, you have it on the wall, Of course too. I do. Of course I do. Proud Cubs fan. It's okay. We'll work on that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a Sox hater though. Right? Like, okay, well I'll take that. Yeah. Like I'm not someone like if it's Cubs and Sox in the world series or against each other, like we're doing now, uh, right. of course, Cubs. But other than that, I mean, I don't cheer for the white Sox like actively, but like when they were in the world series in 2005, I have a lot of friends. I grew up in Downers Grove, which is kind of like splitsville. A lot of Cubs fans, a lot of Sox fans. Most of my friends were Sox fans, so I was happy for them, right? Because we weren't doing anything. We hadn't won in 100 years. So what well, I want to ask you, are you a lifelong Sox fan then, Ryan? Well, I grew up in the South Suburbs, so all I knew is White Sox. That's the only games that we went to. And then I really, until I got older, I was like, oh, there's a North Side team. Oh, okay, reveals <laughs> a thing. Oh, okay. But, wow. you know, now I'm kind of like, it's all about the Sox and the South Side. Yeah, no, I hear that. That's fine. Um did you cheer for the Cubs in 2016 to win the World Series, or were you apathetic to their cause? No, absolutely not. I'm not that type of fan. Like, if I don't like you, I don't like you. So, wow. like, I mean, I'm glad it's Chicago, I guess. But, you know, we're South Side over here, so. Uh. I just gave you the love for 2005, rooting <laughs> you for you guys against the Astros. You swept them in four in one of the best playoff runs a team has ever had, and I was so pumped for you guys, and you didn't reciprocate the love, Ryan. That's okay. Yeah, I- and I appreciate that drop, but you can testify, you know, Chicago fans, we are passionate. Right. So, you know, I don't like to see my rivalry winning and then winning the world series. Yeah. I, was like, eh. I mean, I was very jealous. Don't get me wrong. I was extremely <laughs> jealous during that set. Okay. So let's start. You grew up in the South suburb. Which one? Orland park. Orland park. Okay. And obviously the South side team was your team, but like, yeah. you're a busy guy. You're involved in a lot of stuff. Uh, I feel like we're copacetic, right? Like, cause I am, uh, the, I work for the Blackhawks kind of in a similar gig that you work for the White Sox, yeah. uh, on the air, on, uh, on radio and stuff. So walk us through a, a busy day in the life of Ryan Lee. 
Yeah, um, my first alarm is at 3.30 a.m. <laughs> um, we're getting to the morning show. I'm a morning show producer, so we're here by 5, 5.30 in the morning. Show Shout starts. out the show. Come on, let's hear it. I know. Got to show love to WGCI, Leon Rogers, Kenny G, and Kyle. I've been with them for five years now. Um, so the show starts at 6 a.m., 6 to 10 a.m. And then from there, if I have a day game, I'm headed over to Guaranteed Rate Field. I'm there at the game. We're there pregame and then after and stuff like that. And then I come back to here at iHeartRadio because I do overnights on 103.5 Kiss FM Monday through Friday, 12 to 5 a.m. So I knock that show out. And then uh, we go home. We I don't even say we sleep. We take a right. nap. <laughs> we take a nap. And then we That's do it all crazy. over. That's crazy. Uh, obviously, I work over at WGN, so I can't tell everyone to listen to WGCI. But if you ain't going to listen to WGN, right. I... I I've worked in, you know, uh, on previous shows on Crosstalk with Kendra, yes. Leon, Kyle, and uh, they're an interesting crew. So I want to know is when you produce for them, how much of the, your content that you produce for them actually gets done in a given day or do they go off the rails? Oh, we it's, it's funny because what I realized our off the rail topics are the greatest. We actually just this week said we are going to create a podcast and it's just going to be called off the mic podcast. There you because go. If you are in the studio when we are trying to figure out, OK, guys, what's the content? It's all over the place. They're great personalities. It's a lot of energy. Sometimes I have to tell myself, like, it's only 630 in the morning and we are screaming and doing <laughs> like this. But it's really a family vibe, and I think the energy, that's what translate on air. And I think that's why the listeners enjoy listening to them so much. So I can come up with a lot of content, but we really do mix a lot of the stories. A lot of time, we'll be sending stuff to each other throughout the day, like, yo, did you see this? We got to cover it. We'll go over show prep before the show starts. What do we have going on? So it's a little bit of mixture and just coming together to, you know, combine the ideas. They're all good people, too, which I like. Absolutely. So that must be uh, fun. Um, talking about the White Sox specifically, right? How did you get lined up to be this guy on the scoreboard, the guy that pumps up the crowd? What's your story with that? Yeah, so I heard about this position that was opening. It was the hosting job, the in-game host MC. And I was looking at it, and I was like, wait, check, check. These are all things that I'm interested in. And, you know, we do broadcasting. And as you know, you do radio, you've done television, you do the Blackhawks. And it's all falls under the broadcasting umbrella. You know, it's just a different genre. I do radio, entertainment, music. Now this is different sports. And I grew up playing sports, um, went to the games a lot with my families. And I was like, I would love to combine my love for the Sox, my love for sports, and my love for broadcasting under one job. So when I got this position and when I auditioned and interviewed and what came about, I honestly don't think it's hit me yet that this is now what I would be doing. I don't, I'm still in belief, disbelief. Yeah, I mean, you've got some games under your belt. I mean, it is under the same umbrella, but like live in-game hosting is kind of like a different animal. That energy level oh has God. to be amped to the nth degree because you have 40,000 fans screaming along with you. Yes, 40,000. And it's so different in radio. You know, you know, it's me and a microphone. And right. if I'm doing the morning show, it's me and four other people, but we're talking to millions of people. So it definitely, I remember walking out on that field for the first time and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of people. It's live. But the energy at Guaranteed Rate Field, it's like contagious. From the moment I walk in, from saying hello to the security checkpoints to saying hello to the people that are working concessions, to people in my department, everyone's just excited to be at game day. And mm -hmm. I think that's what I love the most. And I'm not used to that as much on radio because, like you said, it's just us and a microphone in a studio. Now you're with 40,000 people that are passionate, that want to cheer on our White Sox. We want to win the game. So the energy, I was just telling one of my bosses, I was like, yo, the energy in this game right now 
is crazy. But I loved it at the same time. I was like, this is what we love about Chicago sports compared to other cities. I uh, I love the Cubs, right? And I grew up going to games. It's in my blood. I couldn't change. And But I will say there is something different about the feel on the South Side. It's like a family atmosphere. Not like, I don't mean like, no, your young kids, so although like, you can, uh, but like, it's a, it's a crew. They, they like stick together. There is like yes. a camaraderie there. Yes. John, you're so right. Like literally that's what's made this transition for me into working here so easy because I feel like everyone is like a family and I've been like accepted into this family. Right. Mm-hmm. Like going, even the fans from the fans to us who are working, everyone has that same mission and that's to cheer on our white socks and to hope that we win the game. And I felt like from day one that I started, it's just like, I've known like, oh, you're my cousin. Oh, you're my cousin. Oh, you're my uncle. It's like literally that family vibe. And I think that's the energy that the South side brings. I'm not saying the other side doesn't, John, but you know, you'll be able to come see our side that that's the family vibe that we have. And that's what I think made me learning everything. It made it so much easier and more fun too. You love to be around that type of environment where everybody's like, hey, I just met you for the first time, but we're both here as Sox fans. Let's go. Right. And, you know, it is different on the north side. And this is not a knock on Cubs fans. It's just a different makeup of fans. And this is also not a knock on the Sox. The Cubs have reached a national brand in the 80s and 90s because their games were televised across the country. So, and Wrigley, I love Wrigley. I know a lot of Sox fans don't, but I do love the charm of it. I think it's great. But you do bring in a lot of baseball tourists. And that's no knock on on the field. I mean, it's a a landmark, right? People come to it. They want to see it. But and the energy is great at Wrigley when it's rocking, right? Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, but there seems to be more of a passive involvement for some Cubs fans. I know I'm offending my own people right now, but like, I'm letting it's you true. go on. I, love I know, right? I'm doing I'm doing all your heavy lifting here for you. <laughs> but I've just been at so many Cubs games, and I just know there's people that are on their phones a lot. There's a lot of selfies. There's a lot of in the bleacher antics yeah. that are not about the game. Right. And there's a lot of great – I just I, – I do sometimes find myself jealous of what happens just when I follow all my Sox fans on Twitter. And, it, and you, know, you know where it starts to? The tailgate. Uh-huh. Right? That, like that is yes. a huge difference. The south side, you yes. can grill out, have a yes. good time, and then you go into the game and you're already kind of – now Wrigley Field's got the bars, Wrigley Field's got the bars, but you don't meet up there as a family, right? No, but it's that family vibe. Even I showed up to work the other day and I was like three hours early and – I was like, why are there so many people? And next thing you know, I was like, oh, we're tailgating today. Okay, we're, t- we're starting early. But that, I think you said, that creates the family atmosphere, the family vibe. Because, you know, you've been to tailgates before. You may not know the car next to you, but you guys are all going to be family by the end of the tailgate. And then you go into the game, and you've already started high up. It's like you started a pregame, and then you go in, and you're ready to have fun. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, I do think that is the vibe. I think both are great, but I do enjoy really that South Side vibe. And I remember growing up, I remember that atmosphere as a kid. So now to be able to live it as an adult, I'm excited for that. It's funny because I obviously went to more Cubs games as a kid and I kept score on my little base. I mean, I'm a real baseball fan. I kept score on my game, brought my mitt. But I will admit when we went to Sox games, there was a hint of jealousy of fireworks. And now my good buddy, Gene Honda, Frank Thomas, like that energy was just different. And uh, it did always make me jealous. I'm excited that you get to be a part of it. For people that don't know kind of what an MC does, describe your job a little bit for us. Yeah, so we kind of do things throughout the inning. So we may tell you, hey, at the beginning of the game, this is everything that's going on at the ballpark today. Uh, We may also show you some of the concession stands, some of the new food items that may be throughout the ballpark. We'll talk to you about those. 
We'll also play different games with contestants where they can win prizes, they can win autographed items. Uh, we also do things with kids. I love that the White Sox has a kids zone where kids can play as well. So we do some games with them. So it's a variety of things that we do in between the innings and we just kind of, you know, keep the fun going. So I, you know, team, teams are switching out and whatnot. Me and Alyssa, my co-host, we are there to keep the exciting factors going with the, uh, with the fans. I got to ask, and not to get too deep, but I think it is cool because I grew up going to Blackhawks games. My mm-hmm. dad taking me to some of the old stadium. And then, you know, you know, I used to love the game, of course, but I was always more interested in like the entertainment value of it, the excitement of the crowd, the theater of it a little bit, right? Like, and to be able to then do that for Blackhawks games, it means a lot to me. Like when my dad or my family gets to go, like I get a little like, hold on, pinch me. This is cool stuff. Do you feel that yet? I mean, are you taking time to smell the roses a bit? You literally nailed it. I have felt that. I don't think it's fully hit me, but it's crazy to think how full circle it was. Because I remember going to the Sox games with my families, right? And I have two older brothers. But I was the one who was like, okay, what food am I getting at the ballpark? Am I getting the nachos, the hot dog? I was the one who was really interested in watching the games that they would do with the contestants. Right. It could even be like the game that they had with the different hats are moving. And I'm like, no, <laughs> two is going to win. I really was that person. And I enjoyed the game as well. But you could ask my family, that was me. To now full circle be the person that's helping bring that same energy. It just shows that I think everything in life happens and it's aligned for a certain reason. And I think now I tell myself I have a responsibility that I want to bring that same fun energy that I remember as a kid to where if it's a kid's first game or if it's somebody's hundredth game, I still want them to have that same excitement that I remember having watching this, hearing about the new food items, wanting to come to the ballpark to buy something from the store. Like I remember that energy. And I think that goes back to the energy that guaranteed rate field has like that family vibe. So to be full circle, doing it now, hosting it now, I, I think it's hit me. My parents were just in the stands the other day. I was day. just going to ask if they've been to a game yet. They've been to a game. Ah. And when we got home, they too were just like, just kind of mind blown. Like, we, I just can't believe this is what my life has come to, but I'm so grateful it has. Yeah, that is awesome stuff. I think that's a real special thing that happens when you're yeah. able to kind of have that full circle moment. And it's funny because my parents say the same thing when they're able to go to a game. They're like, it just doesn't make sense seeing you on the board because we didn't used to and no. uh, but it does make sense right like it kind of fits with all the things i've been very blessed to be able to do also you mentioned watching the video board as a kid boy that must have been nice we didn't have a video board till i was 30 years old in Wrigley field <laughs> i had to watch the ivy grow i had to watch the little cling clang of the manual scoreboard we made our own fun at wrigley well, right? I mean, you know when i was coming up we had the little board that i could watch on the centerfield video board must be nice upgrades but yeah when i was born there weren't even lights at wrigley field there weren't even night games we had to well to- <laughs> old school stuff uh any last thoughts about like what you're excited for in the upcoming season obviously the Sox, you know they're a, they're a favorite to you know win their division again you know, not the best start ever, but they're coming around a bit. And uh, I bet you're looking forward to a whole run of it. I'm so excited. I think this team, once they get going, it's no stopping them. We saw that against the Cubs. We saw that the other game. Why'd you have to mention that? I mean, I, okay. I, I'm sorry. I mean, no, I, you're good. You're good. Mind, yes. you know? Right. So for people that don't know, you're listening to this and the first half of the Crosstown series is over. We're talking after game one. So hopefully the Cubs tie it up, but there's a good chance. Yeah, yeah. That's it was not just the on case. my mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're good, Ryan. You're but, good. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, I'm really excited. I mean, between Tim Anderson and Brayu, uh, I'm just thinking we really have a strong team. And when these guys take off, it's no stopping them. So I'm excited for this season. I'm excited to see how far we go. I do think we'll go far. I'm excited to be a part of it, to bring that excitement to Guaranteed Rate Field and to be with my co-host, Alyssa Bergamini. It's just going to be a great time. And I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful, but I'm still, I, I have to be honest with you, I'm still in shock. I really yeah. am still shocked that this is going to be my life. Alyssa's told me before, and she's great too, um, about how welcoming the fans have been to her, right? And like, do you already feel that vibe, like a game or two, and people are already stopping you in the concourse? Oh my god! Like, I have to shout out Alyssa. She, we made the announcement, and she put it. She's like, I'm put this on Twitter. I'm like, okay, let's go. We put it on Twitter, and my notifications just started going crazy. And they were like, Welcome to the Sox family. Welcome to the Sox family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And then now I'm seeing people in the crowd, and they're kind of like, Welcome. Oh, you're Ryan with Alyssa now. Like, welcome. So they have really been, but I think this all goes back to White Sox has that family-oriented vibe. But I appreciate my coworkers who have truly welcomed me in. So sometimes that kind of helps too. So the fans know like, oh, okay, we accept you. So right. it's been really good. All right, well, tell you what, I'll make a trip to the South Side this year. It's always a good time. I love you baseball. I love you baseball. I'll find you, I'll heckle you, and then you can do the same thing at the Hawks next season, okay? <laughs> Please do. Now, I can't tell you I'm going to the North Side, John. I, I what, you wouldn't that. even come to Wrigley? Come on, if I come there I, once, you come up North. I will drive past Wrigley, but I can't stop. Have it. you ever been? Have you been to Wrigley Field, Ryan? A lot of Sox fans have never even stepped in foot, set foot in. I have been in the Wrigley area, but I have not been to a Wrigley game. You got to try it once. I'll clear it with your White Sox bosses. They'll be okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to, right now we're just gonna stay on the south side. <laughs> just got the job done. I don't want to mess nothing up here. All right, fine, fine, fine. We'll get you there. But the Blackhawks, I can be there with you. All right, sounds good. I'll take that. Congratulations, Ryan, and good luck. Have a good year, okay? Thank you so much, Rod. And go White Sox. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you can follow Ryan on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Media Lee. On top of being a huge talent, he is a really good dude. So follow him, whether you're a Cubs fan or, of course, if you're a Sox fan. Hey, before we go, I am a sucker for old-timey baseball songs. I know that's pretty niche, but I wanted to play you both the White Sox and the Cubs kind of old-timey themes. And first, since Ryan was our guest, we'll start with Let's Go, Go, Go White Sox from their 1959 pennant run sung by Captain Stubby and the Buccaneers. White Sox, White Sox. Go, go, White Sox! Let's go, 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 White Sox! We're with you all the way! You're always in there fighting and you do your best! We're glad to have you out here in the Middle West! We're gonna root, 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 White Sox! And cheer you on to victory! When we're in the stands, we'll make those rafters ring! All through the season, you will hear us sing! Let's go, 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 White Sox. Chicago's proud of you. Okay, not bad, not bad. Uh, and I'm really not a Go Cubs Go fan so much as I am a lover of the 1969 Cubs song, Hey, Hey, Holy Mackerel. Uh, let's take a listen. Hey, hey, holy mackerel, no doubt about it, the Cubs are on their way. Chicago Cubs are on their way. 
They're both great. I love that old vibe. Makes me feel like summer in Chicago, which allegedly is coming soon. Uh, but I'm going to give the nod to Hey Hey Holy Mackerel just because I can. I'm the host. I get the last word. Anyways, that'll do it for episode 44. Have a great weekend, and we will drop another pod on you next week.